This is the Students of Tarot podcast, a podcast dedicated to the belief that anyone can learn to read tarot. Hello, and welcome to the Students of Tarot podcast. When I started this podcast, the intention was to have a place where people could learn about tarot in a easy and straightforward way that focused on the archetypal energy and the way that can enhance our experience. And as we are moving through this 2020 year and all of the implications of the energy present, I'm I know that there's going to be even more people interested in tarot. There's going to be a lean towards a spiritual connection, whatever that might look like. So I think that churches, once they can hold meetings, will see increase in numbers. There will be increase in connection with spirituality, especially around ancestral spirituality. And anytime that that energy is present, there's going to be a push towards tarot readers to predict the future. Tarot reading as fortune telling has been part of tarot reading. It's really the part that most people know now, even though the original cards were designed as a game. The aspect of being able to look forward into the future is something that we want to have a tool to use. And in this episode, I just want to take a moment to talk about reading tarot for people and wanting to provide some sort of concrete information about the future. I believe that it's possible. I know that there are gifted tarot readers And also I know that those readers don't need tarot for the gifts that they have. That is to say that the connections that they have to other planes, higher levels of understanding, different vibrations, whatever you want to call it, those gifts use tarot as a tool to channel the information to all the rest of us, but they don't need cards to do that. So for those people who read that way, one hopes that they understand the implications of providing people information about the future. And I think that from, at least from the people that I have learned from, they understand the responsibility of that. So now if we kind of move towards the everyday tarot user, the person who wants to use tarot as a way to find out what is going to happen. In this episode, I want us to focus on our personal connection with the cards and how if we have not studied and understood and really honor the energy and power of the cards, we really need to do some self-reflection before we start reading for other people. There's a responsibility and a sacredness in providing readings for people. And if you don't understand yourself or the cards, 
in a way that allows you to unpack your stuff separate from a reading, then you're not really going to be able to pull out the uninfluenced information to be able to give the person seeking a reading the best reading possible. There's also a lot of information about how to read spreads, what you do, and there's less talk and less information about what as a reader is required of you to provide readings. So for example, I don't provide readings when I'm in an emotionally elevated state or in an inebriated state. So if I've been having drinks, no readings, and if I am in a place where my emotions are so strong and my thoughts are so impacted by what's going on with my emotions, emotions around, I don't do readings. So as a reader, I know that it is my responsibility to come to the reading from the most whole place that I can. And if I'm not able to do that, then I don't read. And as we are moving into a new paradigm, as we shift into a new era, as the unexpected events and also events that have been a very long time coming have unfolded this year, there will be a renewed interest in spiritual connection. There will be a return for some people to those practices that were of their childhood. And so I think we'll also see some people leaving esoteric environments and returning to more conventional spiritual paths as the shift is happening for everyone in different ways. As people start to turn to tarot, choose your readers according to the amount of growth you think you will get out of the reading. So if you are drawn to a reader because you like that they tell you all the things that are going to happen and everything is always sort of wonderful and great, it's probably not utilizing the real power of tarot to get in there and help with what people are truly seeking, which is a deeper connection, which is a better understanding of self so that we can best serve each other in these spaces that we're moving in that are new for a lot of people. So for those who are feeling the call, you don't have to know the end game. You don't have to know that this is where I'm going to end up. Some will. Some will feel a call that it will be very clear. And if you are one of those who knows exactly what you're supposed to be doing, you better get busy. It's time. And for the other healers, for the other way showers who are unsure, who don't know exactly what the call even is, just keep 
listening. Keep looking for the things that lead you towards where you agreed to be, where you came here to be. In this episode, the card we are going to cover is a card that many people right now are familiar with the energy of, and that card is the Hermit. The Hermit is a card that starts to take the Fool's journey from the outer to the inner. With the Hermit, we see the Major Arcana start to head in to some of the transformational times. And in the Hermit, we find the energy of introspection, guidance, wisdom, mentorship, solitude, deep reflection, and inner alignment. The Hermit, as an archetypal energy, is the actualization of what it looks like to step away from society in the pursuit of spiritual excellence, in the pursuit of the highest level of enlightenment possible. The hermit, as an archetypal energy, has shown up in cultures across the world and throughout time. There is, in the modern day, less of a association with the hermit energy and more with people who sacrifice everything for a spiritual path. So this can also look like people who serve in religions or people who serve as spiritual leaders in esoteric spaces. The hermit is about being willing to spend the time with self digging into sort of the darkest parts to find the things that hold us back from our true experience. In the Hermit, we see solitude as a place of sacred growth. The quietness and the stillness that comes when you're alone and focused on deep reflection creates a space that wisdom can really move through. The card, the number associated with the Hermit card is the number nine, and nine is often associated with pure intellect. So this would be the very truest thought from the very purest place. And in the Hermit energy, we see a preparation for transformation. And that is because this energy holds space for and brings illumination or light to the dark night of the soul. And if you've ever experienced a dark night of the soul, then you understand that there can be teachers or thinkers or leaders or way showers who offer some small light, some lantern of hope that lets you know that you are doing sacred work. And the hermit 
can signify that we can only awaken the inner self by withdrawing, withdrawing from the world at large. So as we have been quarantining and social distancing and staying at home and we spent time really examining our setup and examining what productivity look like and what we wanted to see happen as a people, we spent time in that hermit energy. And for many, it was sort of the toes in energy, not a full deep dive into this energy. But I think for some, this is coming up right now. This hermit energy of introspection and deep reflection bringing about unprecedented change within ourselves and then we bring that to the world. The hermit card carries a special connection to 2020 and just like in tarot in life we have seen that that time spent in introspection has prepared and ushered in a time of transformation and a time of deep structural change and as you move through tarot and the fool's journey and the way that that archetypal energy can represent activations within ourselves ask yourself where in your life you could focus on spirituality in a way that enhanced your experience. Not everyone can take the hermit path. We can't all drop everything and focus on the spiritual enlightenment experience for months, years. That's why the hermit energy is so special. Having said that, we can all take a piece of that. We can all find, carve out, fiercely protect these times in our day, in our life, in our experience where we can dedicate ourselves to that spiritual connection. We can disconnect from the rest of the world and we can disconnect from the obligations, the expectations, and the responsibilities that we have to the physical world. And we can, for those moments, experience the divinity that that hermit within us is seeking. In this episode, we're going to use a spread that is a little different than what we've used in the past. And this spread focuses on finding a particular card in the deck and then looking at the cards surrounding that card as the spread itself. So carrying on with the Hermit energy, we will use the Hermit for this reading. So shuffle, take your favorite deck, shuffle it, cut it if you use a cut system, and then find the card you're looking for, in this case it was the Hermit, find that card within the deck 
and then pull out the card that is directly in front of it and directly behind it. You could extend this spread a few cards out uh, depending on how much you wanted to look at the energy surrounding a particular card. In this reading, I chose just to go one card out both sides. So on the, in the deck, on the top of the card, so in front of the Hermit was the King of Wands in reverse. And behind the Hermit was the Queen of Pentacles. So court cards can be a little tricky. Um, so we'll kind of read this both ways. We'll read this as people and we will read this as energy. As people, the way that the Hermit is centered between a king and a queen, between leaders, the way that leadership has had to really focus on this hermit energy for their people is a nod that Tarot seems to be making in this case and or in this reading. And from a perspective of the court cards not being about people and being more about archetypal energy, we have the King of Wands who is the representation of action and the maturity and real developed level of the wands energy, that action fire energy. And this king comes to us in reverse and he comes to us in reverse in front of the hermit. So there is a sense with this card of it not being time for that level of action. The action and the fire energy of the King of Wands is reversed. It is delayed and is being impacted. And it may be an invitation to keep action sort of harnessed and be cautious about how we move forward with the reversal the king of wands is facing for is facing out and the wand almost looks like a sort of protection a sort of barrier between the people and the future and the queen of pentacles in the past in that reversal energy the way the cards are laying the hermit is facing that energy the direction that the characters or the figures in the cards face can be part of the reading. And in this reading, the hermit looking back to the queen of pentacles, looking back to the queen who is the mother queen in a sense, she is about growth and earth energy, the queen of stability and a real support system and there's a sense of the hermit still focusing on that a sense of that being the energy present and that being the request for or the invitation for us to consider that we may still be in a place of needing to keep our back turned to forward motion and not keeping our back turned to progress. There's a difference here. Action, fire energy, doing is only one path to progress. Introspection, 
learning, foundational building are necessary and essential steps for progress. And as we are navigating one of the most impactful times that many of us have experienced so far in our lives, the hermit is inviting us to continue to focus on the creation of that stability. There will be a time for action and there will be a time to really get out there and take on the world. How will we show up then? If we take this time to do our work, if we take this time to heal ourselves, if we take the time to build foundations based in stability for all people, then, then we'll be ready for action. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. Thank you for joining me in the spaces that you connect with me. Thank you for doing your work and thank you for showing up at a time when big open-hearted loving is what we need. Stay safe, stay well, and focus on how you as an individual can spiritually connect with the collective energy that will best support your way forward.